and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge. We get to air our complaints and nobody can look at you and say, oh, that's not a problem. All of your problems are problems here in the lounge. And no one can say to you, but there's bigger issues in the world. There's no bigger issue than your issue, my complaint queens. And we do this every Thursday. And all you got to do is keep sending in your complaints to jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. That's jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. And title it Luxury Lounge. That is your key to the lounge. You title it Luxury Lounge, and we hopefully read it on the air. If you want your Luxury Lounge complaint Red. If you if you if that is something you need and you want to hear me complain with you, I do a Patreon version of the Luxury Lounge every Wednesday. So for five dollars a month, you can write into the Luxury Lounge on Patreon. It definitely gets read. I read everyone's complaint every week. Plus, I do another podcast called One More Email, which is a longer email. Um, we kind of me alone giving advice, dimming the lights, and then I do Coffee with J Train every Sunday. Kind of. This sounds douchey and and narcissistic, but uh, you get to take a trip inside the brain of J-Train. It's really me emptying the notebook, so to speak. So that's what you get on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed to sign up. And you go sign up for the app and Patreon. It's all all fun and games. So Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. I'm also on the road again. On the road again. I'm making funnies on the road again. I'm telling jokes across this great nation all day. I am on the road again. Okay, so if you're listening right now, Orlando, Florida is uh, coming up. Orlando, Florida, that was a late ad. Richmond, Virginia. Mohegan Sun, Baltimore, Maryland, Chicago, Illinois. You guys are unbelievable. We're selling out left and right. I'm adding another show. So Chicago, Illinois uh, at Zany's, Washington, D.C. I'm at the Improv in D.C. New York, Gotham Comedy Club, Austin, Boston, Dallas, New Brunswick. So go to jaredfree.com, jaredfree.com for all of that information. I am very excited to bring into the lounge a return guest of the J Train podcast, but their first time in the lounge. Hilarious comic, John Laster. Thank you for coming on. Yo, happy to be here, brother. Thanks for having me, man. It's good to be back with you. It is a pleasure. Uh, John, I love you on stage. I love you in person. Everyone go follow John Laster at He Was Funny. So funny, so good at He Was Funny. It's going to be all over my social media. You, I wanted to bring you on because I think you're doing an amazing thing right now. I love what you're doing. You're, you're, you have started an app, and we want everyone to go download this app. We want everyone right now. It is called the Blap app. And can you explain it for the audience? Because I think it's a great idea. Wow. You're wearing the sweatshirt right now. Yes. Um, <laughs> yo, it's an app, man, to support uh, black-owned businesses. I think uh, it's around 44, somewhere between 44, 46% of black-owned businesses went under during the pandemic. My God. You know, just, just not having those, um, you know, those decades-long relationships with banks. Wasn't mm-hmm. that long ago that the, it was very difficult to get a loan as a black person. So those relationships don't exist. So almost half of the black businesses went under uh, during the pandemic, unfortunately. Um, so this is a way to, uh, in the palm of your hand, you know, reach out and support black business. And it's not like you're sending a donation. There's tons of dope shit on there. Though that's the thing. You're 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 just giving people access to something. Everyone is wanting to do, you know, show support, but like find good businesses. Like there's so many apps. How many times are you in a town where you go, where do I eat? And it's like you just want an app to be like to like shake you by the collar and go right here. This is the spot like this is the spot you need to go to. That's what something like this does where and it's also putting people's you know money where their mouth is. There were so many people that were like. How do I help? What do I do? And, it, it, you know, sometimes it looked like they were like covering their eyes by being like, I can't see. And you're like, no, just take your hands off your eyes. Like, what are, what are you talking about? Go, you know, this makes it almost so easy for people to support black owned businesses that it, they'd be faking it if they don't, you know? Yeah. And people were out marching for hours. You know what I mean? Yes. And those marches fade. You know what I mean? And like you said, like finding something around you, there's the map from where yeah, I'm gotta, sitting. 
it's 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 a, a it's Google based. So yeah. it'll pick up wherever you're sitting. It'll tell you where tons of black owned businesses are around you. If you want to go online, you can go online and shop for stuff. It looks beautiful. That's it's online great. shopping in the palm of your hand. And, you know, people, there's already people using it. So a friend of mine hit me today. I was like, yo, I got some sunglasses. Somebody the other day was like, yo, I bought these, uh, you know, these dope shoes on there. Someone else was like, yo, I went to lunch. I just hit the button and I found like eight places around me. That's the fantastic part. So you could be sitting in a park one day and going, let's get lunch. And then you go, oh, where could let's let's go into the Blap app. We can find lunch. Oh, you could be sitting at home going, I need some new shoes. Let's go in the Blap app. You can find it there. This is and I think it's a wonderful idea. You were telling me about it and I was like, you got to come on the podcast. We got to talk about this. And I think everyone, you know, I again, we you, just like you said, the marches fade. You can only march for so long. You can only walk so many street corners before you go, well, what do you want to help or not? What, what can we do? Money where your mouth is. Let's support this app. Let's support the community. This is and you go to blapapp.com. Two P's. Blapapp.com. So blapapp.com, go download it, Android, uh, iPhone, every, any phone can put it on your phone and just have it waiting for you. Yes, it's on Android and yeah, and we're on iPhone. I wanted to make sure that we coded them both at the same time. I know a lot of times Android people get left out. Sure. I want to make sure that wasn't the case with Blap. So yeah, it's on the Play Store. It's on the App Store, man. You just type in Blap. You'll see Black Owned Business next to it. Download it and and um, and it's and, and let's be honest. I'm gonna be honest. Sure, please. I'm not a big. I'm not a big marcher. <laughs> You're like, what can I do? How do I do how how do I help from the house? Yeah, how do I help from the palm of my hand? You know what I mean? Let me how do, how do I how do I help during lunch? Yeah, listen, but this is, you know, I, I think it's such a fantastic thing. Like there was a lot of like just words being spoken. It's like, you know, let, let, let's pay up. You know, like let's 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 support people in real in ways. All fairness, man, I know a lot of people who were like, in all fairness, like Let's be honest, like, let's say that people, especially a lot of my white friends who are like, hey, John, I want to help. Let's be mm. fair. What are you going to do? It, you feel because a little really, bit there helpless. There really was nothing to actually do. Be, you know what I mean? Sure. There was no action step to take other than tangible, you know, tangible. Like you can say, look at I'm sweaty from the protest. Look at I got my steps in. Does that count? You know, like and it and, and, and that's why people get accused of performative, you know, things, you know, and and this happens. And it's hard not to look at people and go and, and the person that tells you, well, I went to seven marches. You go, all right. Uh, do you have the Blap app on your phone? And they're like, well, I, I don't know, but I don't. I, there's only so much room on my phone. And you're like, okay, I don't know. You know, so listen, there's good to marching to, obviously, but it's. Uh, I think this is tangible. I love a tangible helping, and I love business. Like I, I do. Like I, I do enjoy that aspect of it. So I'm pumped to have you on. And John's so funny. At he was funny. Blapapp.com. Go go. I mean, this is. I'm, I'm, I'm reiterating this because it's an easy ask. Everyone has a phone. Uh, you go to the app store. You download it. It's waiting for you for the if and when. That's that's an opportunity. And you know what? This is the first podcast that I've promoted it. So I'm proud that uh, yes. your, your listeners will be the first people to hear me actually promoting that. Now, I'm talking to the press. Like, the Daily News is already called. Sure. The New York Times is already called. The Daily News guy said he got his article and he's going to hold off for a week or two when we do our official launch. But I mean, a lot of them. But what we're doing is we're having a share a thong. So we're asking people to download the app and then okay. if you go into the back of the app. It'll be really easy. You see, it says share with friends. Absolutely. And we're just asking people to share. And once we start the share thong, we're going to ask everybody to share it with 100 contacts in their phone. But once the app is done, what we're going to do is not yet in place so people can share it with as many as they want to but what you will be able to do once the app is officially launched is you'll be able to hit the button it'll check 20 friends you hit it again send those another time 20 friends 20 times but it'll only take you 30 seconds because it'll check off 20 friends for you we're making it easy on people that's the thing it's like you know we, i do that all the time people are like you know like i'm putting up you know swipe up to spotify swipe up to you know apple music or apple podcast like that is every app should be this easy, and it's it's also it's another app on your phone. And I say this with the 
the sponsors that I have on this podcast. Like, listen, every sponsor is an opportunity. Every sponsor is an opportunity to maybe save you some money or maybe help you learn about something that you didn't know about before. That's what the Blap app is all about, helping you learn about businesses that you might not have come across had you not had the app at all. So blapapp.com, blapapp.com, go, go, go right now. Let's get to the uh, let's get to some luxury complaints. We're in the lounge, baby. So I, I Lasser, I'm, I was so happy to have you on because I ha- I wanted to have you on for my complaint. Sometimes I do it alone, but I wanted you to be here. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his right now Jared has a lot of issues Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss can you relate to the problem now so my luxury lounge complaint is older people friending you on Facebook. Now, the problem with older people friending you on Facebook is you don't know where this conversation is going to go, and plus you want to be respectful. If I get, you know, like, and, and for an example, if I get an older woman friending me on Facebook, my first thought is, this is a friend of my mother's. Yes. Right? <laughs> And I don't want to deal with why hasn't Jared accepted my friend request? I've been waiting. He doesn't he doesn't check his Facebook, right? Do you get friended by, you know, family members or people like like uh, in your life that you're like, "Oh, I got to accept this one?" Yo, not only do I get that, but you know what I'm starting to get also? And imagine when the app takes off. Yeah. But I'm starting to get um not only my mom's friends old never before heard from relatives oh just like an uncle or like a cousin yeah we don't want to hear from these people like if i didn't if if we weren't at the family gathering this year then we're never going to be at a family gathering again together i don't need to catch up i don't need to find so i actually got a friend request out of nowhere and i and i'm putting it up on the screen right now i sent it to you john on your email okay it's from Nancy Jewish last name. That's what I'll say. We're going to blur some stuff out. Nancy Jewish last name. I see Nancy Jewish last name and I go, okay, they live, they're neighbors with my parents in Florida. They're, you know, trying to show support. It can go one of two directions. It can be biggest fan in your comments ever. Like Nancy Jewish last name is going to be, yes, love you. Love your mom. Say hi, dash Nancy Jewish last name. Okay, fine. That's the best case scenario. I got the worst case scenario. So now Nancy Jewish last name sends a wave. I see the wave. Okay. Now I'm thinking still friend of my parents. Then it says, I think you were in my class at Beth Shalom preschool. And I'm like, okay, that's, that's the Jewish temple in my hometown. It is where I went to preschool. So I, I go, okay, this is... A blast from the past. I, I don't – also preschool, I what are we going to talk about? You know, like, uh, cool. And and so then she writes, your mom blank on blank road in Needham, where I'm from. And then she writes, right? So the name that she references is my aunt, not my mom. And I wrote, that's my cousin Matthew. So that's all I'm writing because I'm trying to keep this – I don't – what else is there? Okay, cool. Like I, I, and you want to be respectful, but I'm also getting less respectful as we go because I, now I know this person doesn't deal with my parents. Like I know they are far away from right. Like, like, wouldn't you be fading into the mist? So you don't need to be quite as cordial. No, right? Because you're not. Because it, because here's the thing: if you're not cordial when it's someone who knows your parents, you're going to have to hear from your parents. You're going to hear from it. You're going to hear it. Yeah. You 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 didn't. You didn't say how are you to to Nancy Jewish last name? How come you how come you didn't respond to Ethel? Who the fuck yeah. is Ethel? Who the fuck is this person? 
So then I write, that's my cousin Matthew. Now we can, she, she continues the conversation. Like, that should be it. You, you, you swung, you missed, wasn't me, move on. Find them on Facebook. Find my cousin. Yes. Right? Okay. Oh, that is the connection. You must know my brother, John Blank. I don't know John Blank. I don't know uh, who that is, but okay. I think your parents are friends. Okay. I, uh, sure. I, uh, maybe. You know, but like, I again, less cordial. I'm like, I'm, I'm fading out. Like, there's nothing even to say here. But you know what? You know what, though? From the sound of that already, now it sounds like she's feeling. Well, exactly. Where's this going? Any, she's, yeah, yeah. She's blind, looking to grab on to branches to climb into my life, right? Yes. She's just looking for something in the dark. Something. Just give me something that I can grab onto so we can talk for 72 hours straight. Because that's what it feels like. like oh, how? So here's where you're right, because you're right. The next message. How's New York? Safe? What am I, you're... What about your local reporter for New York? They live in another state. So I, 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 how's New York safe? I don't know. Turn on the news. I don't know. How, why am I your, and, and then it's like, so then her next message is, my son Adam is there in the West 90s. Ask your son if it's safe. What are you trying to poll people? Like, I, like, where, what, at what point do I, and I go into full ignore and it's like, what do I have to say? What is my responsibility to this person? The fact that I, like, and, and also I escaped. Had I been a less um, intuitive, because you and I, were on social media. We deal with people messaging us. If I were a less intuitive social media user, I would have said, oh, great. Um, New York is okay. And we would have been texting for now longer. You're down, now you're down the rabbit hole. Absolutely. We would have been, how's New York? Have you seen your parents lately? Tell, send them my love. You know, you should take Adam's number and meet him in the West 50s so that you guys can hang out. He's always looking for friends. It's like, no, full stop. I, I bailed. And, and this is the thing. Like, we need age restrictions on social media. <laughs> Don't you think? I think, I think. Maybe it could be renewed. So I agree. You should have to get a license to get on social media. Then you have to renew it every few years like a driver's license. We need to and, – and someone like Nancy Jewish, last name, has to be like a, like a multiple choice question being like, if you see someone you knew 70 years ago, do you friend them and talk to them about their day? And she's like, well, yes, of course. And you go, nah, you're out. You lost your license. You're done. And it's over. Game over. <laughs> That's my luxury lounge complaint. Uh, John Laster, do you have a complaint? Hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. I do have a complaint. My, yo, I know this is going to sound bougie, but my- That's the whole point. That's why we're here. That's right. That's right. My, my development firm was slow canceling some charges that were coming in from the coding they were doing for the app. Okay. Zapped. It zapped, a, it, it zapped a, the price of an Oklahoma house out of my business account. So big money coming out because you're taking care of an app. And, and also these things happen where it's like- you got money coming in, money going out, especially with investments. Like, you know. Yes. And, and I know they'll correct it. You know what I mean? But it was yeah. just like, oh, man, really? Right now? I got a, you know, I got a podcast to get to. I don't want to <laughs> deal with this right now. Um, but but it just happened. It happened. Here's, here's the worst part about that. Seeing a number you know isn't real. And that can go both ways. It's like when you're holding on to cash. We have to do this for, for being in comedy. Holding on for, for cash for taxes. You're like, it's mine. 
but it ain't mine. And then when you pay the taxes, you're like, I'm doing better than this because I just gave the, the money that I had to give away. You know, like, and it's a mind fuck because you're like, so it's like when this, you know, when someone is like, hey, we're going to send the money back in or it's coming out. Whenever money's in transit, it is a mental mind fuck of like, I'm either, you know, the Monopoly man running down the street with a top hat or I'm walking down the street with like a stick with a bag on the end hitchhiking because I don't have a penny to my name. Yes, yes. <laughs> it's like it's like holding on to some dope shoes, but they're a gift to somebody else. Yes. Those, those shoes uh, those, are dope. You're like, yeah, but these ain't mine. Yeah, they would look good with my jeans that I'm wearing, but um, I'm going to get them to someone else that will look good in them and get compliments. Yeah. So I got to wait for these damn credits from the uh, from the uh, dev firm. But, you know, it's, it is what it is. That's what this is. Listen, welcome to the lounge. We're happy to have you. Go follow John Laster at He Was Funny on Instagram. Blap app. Blapapp.com. Two P's. B-L-A-P-P-A-P-P.com. Go download the app. Let's go to the lounge. You ready, John? Okay. I like this one. My rent is too cheap. Okay. First of all, I'll admit, I wasn't sure about the lounge at first, but now I absolutely love it. This is why people need to share. I don't do things for no reason. I don't think about this. Sh Listen, people, share, share, share. My complaint is about my large, beautiful apartment that I get to live into for next to nothing. I live in a spacious four-bedroom apartment with my boyfriend. We each have our own office plus a guest room. Usually, the rent would be over 2000 a month for this place, which is a lot for the average 20-something couple, couple in my city. Most of my coupled friends live in one- or two-bedroom apartments, but seeing as this apartment is the upper duplex of my parents' home, i.e. my dad is my landlord, he gives us a great deal on rent. I'm basically paying the rent of a small studio apartment, but I get a massive four-bedroom home. Here's the catch. I don't mind living above my parents, but seeing as my dad thinks he's so generous with the rent, he spends his days doing renovations around the house and very loudly hammering the walls, drilling the pipes, coming in and out of my apartment to do odd jobs here and there. I'm working from home and his drilling is incessant sometimes. It's so loud I can't hear myself talk. And if I'm not working and trying to chill, I can't hear the TV. Sometimes he drills on Sunday mornings. When I tell him the drilling is a little much while I'm trying to work, he comments on how the Rent is so cheap. Just put in earplugs. This is this is in the uh, the headline is nothing's free. There ain't no free lunches. This is listen. At how many times have we been in this situation where someone's like, "I'm paying you for you know," and you go. And you have to, but let me keep going. And I can't complain to my friends because they see that I live in such a big place for so little money. They can't understand that there would be something to complain about. Even though I pay less rent, I still pay some rent. I think my boyfriend and I deserve a bit of peace and quiet, especially on the weekends. John Laster, what do you think? Like this is this is a situation I think we get into as hired people, like contractors, a lot. Don't you think? Yes, I think that I I think that they have a great point that you're. You're getting what you're paying for. Sure. He's right. He's never wrong. The dad is never wrong. He is. He he's go. Part of the deal is that this place is still mine. And there's an element where you go like if I were her, I go charge me the whole the, the full amount. What do you think would be fair? That would include no hammering. But it's your dad. You can't like negotiate with him. Right. Right. I, I think that. I think that you have to you have to think about how much what percentage of your income, what more mm. percentage of your income would it cost you to move and get that peace and quiet? Because if it's a big chunk. Sure. It's not you got to do the math. This is the math we all do. OK, so when someone says to me, I, I get offers all the time where it'll be like, hey. And you got to get these two where it goes, hey, would you do comedy at my wedding? And, and you go and you go and look at I saw your face. My face does the same thing. You you scrunch your face. You go comedy at a wedding. They don't want this. I don't want this. Nobody at the wedding wants this. And I know this. I know that they mean the best. I know that they think 
They're like, I. it all comes from love. They're going, I love your comedy, and our love is somehow built on connecting through you, so you should come to the wedding. And you have to put a price on, and, and so we know that show is going to be the worst of your entire life. Yes. Well, well, you know what? It's not going to be the worst of my career because I, I, when people say, hey, John, I would love for you to perform at my wedding. Mm. And my brain says, how much money? Right. Well, that's. <laughs> yeah. You know what, though? My mouth says, no. Yes. No, not doing that. Under well, any circumstance. So you. So but I, what I do is I say, I would love to do your wedding if we can make it work. And then I think of an amount that I could not turn down to ruin my life. And <laughs> so. What what is my sensibility worth is really the math I do. And I'll say and and I think this is a lesson to everyone. Like this woman her her comfort had a price which was 2000 a month for a four bedroom place. Like you knew you were giving up stuff you knew your dad plus you are helping your dad out. That's the annoying part cuz he's working on odds and ends. He gets to improve his investment while you help him pay for his investment. So so you are helping him more than he was willing to admit. Yeah, because he also knows that he probably couldn't make that kind of noise with a normal tenant there. Absolutely. So he but and, and you can't say that even to him. You can't even say to him, hey, you know, go try this with another tenant. You know, you might get four thousand a month instead of two thousand a month. But goodbye to improving the odds and ends in your home on on your own schedule without sending them an email. Listen, I have tenants in Harlem. I have, I have a tenant that lives in my Harlem place. And it's every time an email comes in where it's like, hey, this is not working. I'm like, oh, it's like. Like, I'm like, this is the worst thing that could ever happen. And it's the easiest thing to help within the world. Like, I go make some calls. I have. But you got to take care of it. This guy's life is so much easier. I Like, he's getting more out of this than he would ever admit. And you are getting the monetary help. But, like, wait till he has a paid-off place that's worth seven times the amount that it was worth when you moved in. But I think also that they're probably getting a ton out of it, right? Because even if he is working X number of hours a day, if it's her dad, he's not working all day. No, not all day. No, no, no. So again, that's where it goes both ways. This is where the math, this is an economic equation because it's the same thing with the wedding. I would say, I'd love to do your wedding for $20,000 for a half hour of material. I will go up for a half hour and I will eat my fucking dick on stage in front of your grandma looking at me, wondering how I even do this for a living for $20,000. That is the only way. And plus flight, plus hotel, plus, you know, plus, plus, plus. I take the opposite approach. My approach mm. is no. You just and not. Want, you're, yeah. okay, you're, you're like, it's not even worth any amount of money. Yes. And let me tell you why. If I, if I, if I lead with the no mm. under any circumstances, right? I never miss the money because I don't give you a chance to tell me the money that you have. So if you if, if you if you if you said, "Hey, John, would you do my wedding for twenty thousand? Once I hear the money, I might be stuck and have to do it. But if I just stop it, I don't even well, know what I'm missing. This is, but this is my reason for saying the money outrageous, the outrageous sum first. I would like fifty thousand dollars to do your wedding. I want to be paid like I'm Bon Jovi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I am Bon Jovi, and then the only way you get me to your wedding. But that's you. Any time you see a celebrity at a wedding, they have been paid an obscene amount of money. You, you like, like any time you see a picture of some Jewish kid with Nicki Minaj at his bar mitzvah, she was paid an amount of money that she said. Yeah, tell them a million. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, sure. J Train Podcast is brought to you by Feels CBD. CBD isn't about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. Stress, anxiety, pain. I am a user of Feel CBD, and I love it. I put a little squirt under my tongue every morning, and it takes that edge off for me. And I was... I really wasn't a believer. And then, you know, they have this hotline where you can speak to people and they can talk you through it and they make it really easy with the dosage. I, I just think 
it's such a great opportunity to give it a shot and feels is a premium CBD that will help keep your head clear and feel your best. It's hassle-free, delivered directly to your door. CBD naturally helps reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. There's no hangover or addiction. I can speak for that for myself. I, I take it every morning and I, I just feel a little bit clearer. Place a few drops of feels under your tongue and feel the difference within minutes. The thing to remember about CBD is that finding your right dose is important and everyone's dose is different. In fact, feels offers a free CBD hotline. I love that. I love that you can speak to someone to help guide your personal experience so that you find your perfect dose. Feels customer service team is dedicated to making sure you get the best use of your CBD. Joining the Feels monthly membership makes your self-care easy. You'll save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. Start feeling better with Feels. And special for my listeners, if you become a member today by going to feels.com slash JTrain, and you'll get 50, 50, 50% off your first order with free shipping. That's a deal. Let's it, It's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain. F-E-A-L-S dot com slash JTrain to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. One more time, feels.com slash JTrain and feel better. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Did you ever read the fine print that appears when you start browsing in incognito mode? It says that your activity might still be visible to your employer, your school, or your internet service provider. How can they even be, call it incognito to really stop uh, people from seeing the sites you visit? Do what I do and use ExpressVPN. Think about all the times you used Wi-Fi at a coffee shop, a hotel, or even at your parents' house. Without ExpressVPN, every site you visit could be logged by the admin of that network network. And that's still true even when you're in un- incognito mode. I mean, if your heart is racing a little bit, it's time to look into ExpressVPN. I mean, do you really want your parents to see what you've been looking at? What's more, your home internet provider, I'm talking Comcast, AT&T, whatever, can also see and record your browsing data. And in the US, they're legally allowed to sell that data to advertisers. ExpressVPN is an app that encrypts all of your network data and reroutes it through a network of secure servers so that your private online activity stays just that private. ExpressVPN works on all your devices and is super easy to use. The app literally has one button. You tap it to connect and your browsing activity is secure from prying eyes. So stop letting strangers invade your online privacy. Protect yourself at expressvpn.com slash JTrain. And you can get an extra three months free for free. That's expressvpn.com slash JTrain to learn more. JTrain podcast at gmail.com. JTrain podcast at gmail.com here with John Laster. At he was funny. It is called the Blap app. Okay. It helps you find black owned businesses. Go download it immediately. Blapapp.com. Luxury Lounge. Last year, I traded in my 2017 Kia Soul for a new 2020 Kia Soul. The new car has Apple CarPlay and blind spot detection, both of which I really like and were not in my old car. However, there's one feature that my new car doesn't have that I think makes no sense. I can automatically roll my driver's side window all the way down with one push of the button, but I can't roll it back up with one push. My old car used to do... used to let me roll it back up with one push so I got into the habit. Now every time I have to roll down my window to scan my access card to get into the gate at my apartment complex, I have to drive away while holding the window button up as the window slowly goes all the way up. Why would a newer car model with even more features lack one of the most basic features of the old model? John Laster, what do you think of this? Yo, can I just say... Whoever that is, is spot on. That is, <laughs> yo, yo, yo. I it told seems, you. This is why the lounge exists. Yes. It seems like they are right. It seems like a small detail, but mm. once you hit the button, you just want it to be over. You know what I mean? Totally. Unless I like, stop it. Roll the damn window up. And, and I up, is, get that. up is harder than down. Down, you get the weight of your arm. Up, you are lifting up, and you have you can get carpal tunnel from such a thing. Yeah, you have to do that claw maneuver. It, it's it's it can cramp the hand. Here's the most enraging part of this: some stupid fucking idiot got their hands stuck in the window because they got caught in it, and now and then sued the Kia Motor Company, and they were like, "Ah, uh-uh. like we can never enjoy good things. Every good thing will have a lawsuit that takes away the good thing. It's like you know." When someone finds a loophole and you go, yeah, you know, you can, um, you know, they'll give you an extra side if you tell, like, like my family goes to legal seafood in Boston 
all the time. You know, we, when we were in living in Boston, we used to go all the time. We figured out. We, we this is an, this is an insane. This is a, a, a ridiculous. So, have you ever been to Legal Seafood? No. So it's a restaurant in Boston that like has has grown and it's a, it's a fish place, but it's like a little bit, a little bit. I would say it's like above. It's not high end, but it's not low end. It's a it's a nicer fish place, so family spot. So we would go all the time. My dad or mom figured out that if you told with with your fish, you'd get two sides. Okay, so with your fish, so I get the salmon and I'll get the seaweed salad with it because they do some Asian, you know, tinge things and I'll get the and I'll get the broccoli with it. Okay, we figured out that if (laughs) my family figured out that if the side came on the plate, that if you told them, ah, they got it wrong, I actually didn't get the seaweed salad, I got the rice, they would say, keep the seaweed salad, we'll bring you out a third side. So we figured this out and so so my dad was like, so, so my dad kind of like trickles this information to our family. We figure this out. Listen, you can't, it it, it takes, so then the next time we come back, it's my dad and I, oh, you know, I didn't get the, I actually didn't get the broccoli. I got the rice peel off. They go, don't worry, keep it. And then my dad goes, oh, I didn't get the seaweed salad. I got the rice peel. And they go, don't worry, keep it. They do the same thing for both of us. Then my brother finds out. Now it's three of us. Then my mom's doing it. Now we have a table full of people where the waiter's going, I didn't fucking forget four sides. Like, what's going on here? This guy's figured out the key. And now you go to legal, They like, like this has been, you know, changed up. And it's like, it takes, it's just like one person over the mountain like once one a good thing can't last forever is really and and that's what it is with the window where it's like someone was bound to get a body part stuck in the window and it was like done forever for now we're all with carpal tunnel it's, it's a big deal and i'll tell you i love a good meal tip like the one you just get you know i yes. just found out i just found out you could go into mcdonald's i found this out last okay. night okay you go into mcdonald's order a double cheeseburger with Big Mac sauce to save oh. money on the Big Mac. So you, oh shit! So you're getting you're getting all the Big Mac just plus the sauce, and they just grab it for you. They go, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who gives a shit? And throw the sauce on there, oh and, it, and it's way cheaper because the double cheeseburger is so cheap. How genius is that one? See, this is why the luxury lounge isn't about money. It's not about money. It's just about luxury. It's about that we these are thousand air issues, right? That's a thousand air issue. Anyone could deal with that. You know, that's not a billionaire problem. Uh, well, that's okay. a hundred year problem, right? <laughs> okay, I have a I have a long one. These are usually okay. Let's go. Ready? I'm a huge fan of yours. Been cracking up at the luxury lounge. Finally, I have a safe space to air my worst grievance. Okay, let's get into it. Growing up, my family didn't take a ton of vacations. We were more of a long weekend away type of group. We certainly don't do big vacations now. My husband's family, on the other hand, loves nothing more than a group trip. Typically a full week at the beach. Yes, it's a fun getaway, and we're making memories, etc. But we have two small kids and share a room with them in a three-bedroom condo with my mother-in-law and father-in-law. Oh, his brother, wife, and their three kids, and his parents want to do everything together. Wake up at the same time, leave for the beach at the same time, eat lunch at the same time, etc., etc. Ooh, this is this is awful. Um, it's too much, and it gets worse. Next year, we're doing an extended family reunion with a total of thirty-one people in one house. Kill me now. This trip is over a year away, and it's all my in-laws talk about. They're already worried about what we should do for breakfast. This is driving me nuts. I have other shit I need to focus on and look forward to. The last big reunion was three years ago, and there was a whole to-do about matching T-shirts and taking a group picture together wearing them. To my horror, my husband was the ringleader for all. All of this it was super annoying and i pray we don't have to do it again the cherry on top here my mother-in-law wants us to combine trips next year and spend a week with them at the beach then caravan straight to the reunion oh 
Give us a break here. Kanahara. So my literal nightmare. I cannot handle that much family time. I can barely handle a week. When can I fart? When can I be grumpy? When can I watch trashy TV in peace? Four to five days would be a blast, but it means so much to my husband that I just smile and nod and say there is a 0% chance we are doing that extra week. Thank you for listening. Love the pod. Just a small town Jew living in a shiksa world. So <laughs> John Lasser, what do you think? Let me tell you something. First of all, that person is spot on. And the reason being, the reason being, mm. so I just went to visit my mom. Okay. The pandemic's over. Sure. My, my brother, his wife, their four kids. Yeah, all, all in Florida together. Here's the thing where, where they're spot on. Three days is the max. That's it. That's it's it. Over. Especially with young kids. Yes. That's that's the breaking point. Like I could do like I'm 36. I could do a week with my brother, my mom and dad, because we'd all be there'd be dead time to go drink. And I, I could take a nap. I can just be like, yo, peace. I'm out of here with the kids. Everyone's working for the kids. Everyone's make you got to make sure the nap time and you got to put the I would imagine I don't have we don't have kids. But at the same time, you go that not having kids makes you realize how little you have to do when you're around the parents with the kids. And the good news was when I was down there, my brother took his kids, his wife and kids. They went to Disney. I don't know if it's land or world in Orlando because she's right outside of Orlando. World in Orlando. So even during the little three, four days I was down there, they were gone a day. So I even got a whole day just to kick it with my mom. Sure. But there's no way a week is too long. It's just too long. It's too much. And and the problem here is you only get so many weeks a year of vacation. This is and now next year they're asking for two weeks. And this ain't a vacation for her. She's not with you, she's with your family. It's it's you know, it you're on a first date the whole time. You're smiling, you're grinning, you're 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 yeah, of course. Oh, 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 you know, you're it's like, you know, you go on a first date. There's actual energy put into a first date. Hey, totally. What family? Oh my god. Just opening your eyes that little extra like feigning excitement for someone that you're not excited about is bullshit and energy. So, she is now on a work trip. It's exhausting. Yeah. Day one day one cool. Day two Usually something is planned on day two, right? So, We're going to go to da-da-da. We're going to go to da-da-da. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Day three is when you stay in. Now people get a little comfortable drinking, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If you have kids and all that, by the time you get to day five, day six, you're thinking about who to poison. Yeah, you want to get rid of some of these kids. Yeah, I, gotta, I, 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 I kill a couple <laughs> of these people. Yeah, I got to get rid of them. Also, here's the, here's the solution. Here's what they should do. I think what she should do. You got to say to your husband, hey, I'm I'm in for the trip. We're doing this. But let's also plan our vacation inside of the vacation. Maybe maybe that maybe you two take a day away. You go do your own beach thing. Grandma and grandpa can take them. The problem is you have to team up with the brother in law and you need to say you're right. So do it in the vacation. You and his, my husband's family, on the other hand, loves mother. Uh, so it's, so she said it's, uh, but two small kids share a room in a three bedroom condo with my mother in law, uh, father in law, his brother, wife. So you need to get his brother and wife on board with a mini vacation inside the vacation where, gr- hey, grandma, grandpa, you take the, the, the five children and they'll go, uh, they'll, they'll do it because. They'll think they're still young enough to do it. They want to prove you. You know, now you consider them young. And then by the end of it, they'll start to get it and they'll start to like back up. They'll go, we got to separate these vacations. You know, you'll wear them out. We got to wear these grandparents out. You got to, you, so here's what you do. Now you'll get another room open for the next year. So what you do, John, this is, this is great. We have tag team for a great idea. You take a vacation in the middle of this week with the other two parents, with the brother and the sister-in-law. Now you leave them with the grand with the grandparents. The grandparents, by the end of those two days, they're like, "Holy fucking shit, we can't do five at once." And then you guys come back and you go, "Oh my god, that was a beautiful time. Look how well you took care of the kids. You you compliment, compliment, compliment. Oh my god, you guys are you guys are all stars. You're the grandparents of the year. Next year they'll be like, "Hey, why don't you guys come separately?" Yes. Or or why don't we shorten it to three days? Exactly. We don't want to. Uh, let's get rid of that two days in the middle. 
Boom. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Here with um here with here with John Lasser. I'm I'm reading on the next one. Here with John Lasser at he was funny. Go follow, go follow, go follow. At he was funny. Blap app. Blapapp.com. That's where you go. Go download it now. Go, go, go. Let's do okay. Oh, I love a bachelorette party Airbnb complaint. Ready? Jared, I am loving the luxury lounge. I have too many complaints, but this is the one bugging me the most today. <laughs> I'm happy we're here for you. Why, at the age of 28, do I need to go to so many bachelorette parties in shitty Airbnbs? I'm not sure if the person who books doesn't have money or they just love sharing a full-size bed with another full-grown adult. No matter what friend group, I find myself showing up to be cramped in and so tempted to say, this is what we're doing now. If I wanted to live this way, I'd quit my job. I know it seems dramatic, but if I'm going to take time off, I do not want to share a bed or bathroom with multiple girls. Just recently, I tried to get one uh, get one so everyone had their own bed and got chewed out for how expensive it is. And it was $2.50 per person for three nights. Come on. I haven't had my own bachelorette party yet, but I but you bet your ass I'm not cramming my friends into one space and sharing everything with them. Would love to hear your thoughts. John Laster, what do you think? Yeah, bro, let me tell you something. My friends always call me a comedy snob, a mm. comedy snob, a snob. I like nice hotel rooms. I'm with you. Especially when you travel a lot. Yes. Especially yeah. when you travel a lot. And the other thing is there's no need because we're all going to end up in someone's room partying anyway. Right? Sure. There's so no need. need to be in the same bed. That's right. We don't need to be in the same house. And I would say this is the problem with Airbnb is every Airbnb is like a shirt that kind of fits. Like every Airbnb is a shirt that has a little a little yarn hanging out and you pull at it enough and the whole shirt comes undone. I am so anti Airbnb. They're always it's always great house, bad street. Great street, bad house. Great you know, great towels, bad water pressure. And there's no one to complain to. You have a, uh, like, and I need human beings that are awake 24 hours a day at a front desk that I can go, you know, get animated with and say, what's going on? I need towels in the room. The, the shampoo's out. The shower doesn't work. You need someone awake at all hours of the day. And with Airbnb, you give that away. You go, uh, what do they have, a call center? You have some guy who owned, who made an investment to go back to the, the the conversation we had about you know the landlord and the dad, like the, these people aren't hotel owners. They're not in the they didn't go to Cornell management school. They they there's some dude who fixed up a condo that doesn't want to hear from you and is counting your money before you even got there. But you know what else is crazy about Airbnb, which is is something that I think people definitely who are throwing those type of events should think about. Mm. When you start renting really expensive Airbnbs, you'd be sh like really dope, dope houses. Sure. You'd be shocked how cheap they are. Interesting. So like, but but that was what this person's saying. They're going $250 a night for a person for three nights. The problem with the Airbnb is you all get lumped in. So it's like you, you're looking at going $250, $250 per person for three nights. You're like, holy shit, everyone gets their own room? You know, they don't think of it in hotel terms. That's the problem. These, if you think of an Airbnb as a hotel, then the whole thing comes crumbling down because then the person that goes 250 for three nights, okay, go shop it out then. Go, you know, go get your own room. At, 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 yeah, go on Expedia. See how that works for you. And then what you're saying is right because you, do, you can get those houses, but you got to be with – the problem is the bigger the group gets, the less the – the band of brothers becomes, you know, like now you're, you got, you're, especially a bachelorette party. There's separate group chats. You, that's the worst part about being in a bachelor bachelorette party. You don't know the group chats that are happening around you. There could be seven group chats. There's the poor one. There's the rich one. There's the big one, right? So it's like this person, you need to pare down the bachelorette party before you blow it up. But a lot of times, if you're willing to spend, right, you find some Airbnb, it's got a mm. bunch of rooms. And let's say it's 200 bucks a night, 300 mm. bucks a night, right? I'm saying by the time you go from 
300 bucks a night to 500 bucks a night, right? Everybody throws in another $40, right? Sure. $50. You get a way better house. It, but it, it's the, but the, the issue they have, I agree with you. And the issue they have is when you're on a bachelorette party, you, you, it is people get personally offended on bachelor bachelorette parties when you go, it's 40 bucks. And then they, and then they go, Oh, you're the one that's going to spend money. You're the one that doesn't give a shit. Oh, you know, rich parents or, you know, like they go into that. Oh, Mr. Oh, Mr. Comedian. Yeah. Comedian really crushing it. And then now the group chat is formed about you. You know, like just waiting for new group chats to come in. John's going Hollywood now. Right? J Train Podcast at Jima.com. J Train Podcast at Jima.com. Here, John Laster at He Was Funny. Blap app. Go, go, go. Go download it right now. Literally, just have it on your phone, ready to go. I love this. This is called Luxury Lounge Honeymoon Destination Millionaire Problem. Okay. We we break these down. They might be a they might be a Thousand air issue, millionaire problem, billionaire problem. My fiance and I recently got engaged and we've begun planning our wedding. One issue we are struggling with is deciding on where we want to go on our honeymoon. My family is rich and my... <laughs> so Love it, love it. This is why we're in the land. My family is rich and my parents still regularly take the family on glamorous trips to exotic foreign destinations, sometimes even multiple times a year. I want to do something new and exciting for our honeymoon, but being as well-traveled as I am... Because of my family's lifestyle, it make, it's making it super difficult for my fiance and I to decide where to go. <laughs> I truly envy the couple excited about going to an, a quote-unquote exotic place like Mexico for their honeymoon and thinking they're doing it big. I love this. This is the perfect, oh, this is a billionaire problem. You're, you're out of millionaire territory. When you can't get excited about going to Machu Picchu or... <laughs> Yeah, we gotta. Uh, we gotta go to. What, what's the one where they have the the huts on the water that you can like dive in the water? They're like, oh, I got. That's um. Oh God, I know the name of that too. I just uh, saw um uh, Jay Farrell just posted about that. Bora Bora. Oh, yeah, yeah. Maldives, Maldives. Yeah, the Maldives. Maldives, Maldives. Yeah, 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 the Maldives. You're like, oh, we've done the Maldives two years ago. It was fine. The towels weren't great. It is, this is the, I guess the, this is buying your kid a BMW when they're 16 years old. You know, like, like what will be exciting again? Do you understand what they're talking about? Yes. These are, these are billionaire problems that I hope to be having soon. Now that, I'm in, now that I'm in the tech space. Yeah, that's right. right. That's right. The, now, let me let me say this. Um, I totally understand this person. Let me let me tell you why. Sure. I, was work, I was working with a friend. <laughs> Here, here's a billionaire problem, right? I'm working with a friend in January, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't want to name drop. That's corny. So we, we're, we're working in L.A. He flies private, right? Okay. I'm working with him. We fly out there to work on a, a, a commercial, right? We get we mm. on the way out there. We go to Teterboro. Um, I'm, I'm on my, on my computer watching a basketball game. And for the listeners at home, Teterboro is the private airport airport here in New York. Yeah. So you're watching the game here in the tri-state area. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching the game, man. We're all, you know, yapping it up, whatever. We're on our way back. Right. Yeah. And there was another game on. Here's the thing. The Wi-Fi on this private jet, not as good as the first Hey, this is horrible. This is horrible. Listen, I I hear you, Jared, but it was like, I'm not going to lie. I was annoyed, right? So I turned. I'm with you. I, I, I think this is the worst problem that could ever happen. And it's, yeah. yo, I know it's a private jet, but sometimes it's the little things, man. Totally. And I turned to my guy sitting next to me, right? And I said, no, can you believe that the Wi-Fi on here <laughs> is is kind of janky, right? And he he turns back to me and he said, yeah, man, can you believe we're bitching about Wi-Fi on a private jet? And then he <laughs> But you know what? But you know what? He was disappointed too. Dude, it is it is the it is it is a theme on this show, the luxury lounge in the short span we've had it. The worst problem is having experienced the height of luxury and then coming back down the mountain. You don't want to this is this is the I think this is the 
for a lot of people, this is the biggest fear in their lives is like, have I already had it as good as it's ever been? Because it's harder to stay at a four-star hotel after you stayed at the five-star hotel because you're always going to compare up. So this person, their their issue with the honeymoon is like, they've done the trips. There's nothing that they're going to go, this is an important trip for us. I I completely agree with the Wi-Fi because you're going to compare it to the last Wi-Fi experience you had on the private jet. If the private jet was like, hey – Private just just don't have Wi-Fi. You'd be okay. You'd be sitting there eating the shrimp and you know chucking champagne, and you go I, I, out of sight, out of mind. But you had it once. But it's all so it's all relative. It's all relative. This is, and, and I don't even know how you solve their issue. Like, what do you even do to like to like make yourself excited? If I were them, they here's what they should do for their honeymoon: go poor, go you know go the other way. So you guys do a cross-country trip in an RV. So you go camping. We call that balling on a budget. There, there we go. I, I think they should ball on a budget. They should do and, – and they'll be like, this is an experience. Because the honeymoon is really to have I, – I would assume Maldi- Maldives – I keep saying it wrong. Maldives is, is like, we'll never get this chance again. That's why someone who's going to Mexico and thinks it's a big time – People for their honeymoon, they do the thing that they might not be able to ever do again unless they're in retirement years. This is the only time you'll have this amount of days to do this thing. So this is the same for this couple. You guys will never have 10 days where you'll get to do all campgrounds around the West Coast. And why not? And they're listening to this like, yeah, fuck this. We're going to the Maldives again. But... I see that. See it as an opportunity to do something you could never do because you, listen, your rich parents aren't taking you camping. I, I and I, listen, I don't even like camping, but I'm like you're with your partner. This is your. What are you guys doing for the uh, honeymoon? That you go. We actually got an RV. We're gonna drive right out of here on the way to the West Coast, and we're all gonna do campgrounds. And there and people and people at your ritzy wedding are gonna go. Excuse me. <laughs> what, do you have a driver? And you'll be like, no, we're gonna do it ourselves. What that is fun, and you're you're never gonna get to do it again because all your family trips are gonna be bougie and and rich. I think I, I'm I'm with you. I like the I like the van thing because mm. you're together. I like the camping thing because you're together. I think yeah, maybe you go against the grain, and I know it's your honeymoon, so everybody's like, hey, you should just it should be a fuck fest. But maybe <laughs> maybe maybe you do a silent retreat. Yeah, this is this is the thing. Let's do something that you would never get to do again. Yeah, Jay, Jay do Trey. something that's super intimate that that is not the Maldives. And I know I, what they're thinking. You're stupid. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, gonna, I know. I went at the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's an Airbnb that doesn't cost that much. It's really actually well priced. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. J Train Podcast at Juma.com. Here with John Laster. Blap app. Go to blapapp.com. Download it now. We'll do one more. Is that cool, John? Let's do it, baby. Let's do it. Luxury Lounge, email unsubscribe. Jared, I recently discovered your podcast and became an instant fan, loving the Luxury Lounge airing of uh, of complaints and realized this morning when sifting through my inbox that I had one of my own. The process of unsubscribing from email marketing is painful. You click unsubscribe and this typically takes you to a browser where you then have to either select the frequency or type of emails you would like to receive. Or if you would like to completely unsubscribe, this should be an instant button. Click and boom, unsubscribe. There are also the companies where you click unsubscribed and then they send you yet another email saying that you are now unsubscribed. I just let you know that I don't want to receive any more email communication from you. So why are you sending me another email? Looking forward to catching your show in D.C. This is, I completely agree with this problem. John, are you? Uh, do you have emails that come to you every single day? Are you one of those people that unsubscribes right away? Or are you? Or do you have like seven that are just been attacking you for a year now? You know what? Here's the thing. First of all, I totally agree with this person. And one of the things that I think is good is there's very few of them that when you hit it, it says you have successfully unsubscribed. Some of them don't do that though, and that's what this person is talking about. They're talking about the. 
to take them to another they they take you to another website where it's this confusing question it's like do you want to still get them on Fridays but you'll never get them any other day of the week you're like what does that mean why am I reading this so it's a reading comprehension test got this questionnaire first of all they ask you why did you unsubscribe did you not like these emails um, should we have sent you cookies with these? Hey, yeah. we, we, you know, we, we like you. Could we add a little cannabis to your? No, just no, I want out. I want out. It's like it's like when you're at Penn Station and you ever get there like late at night and they start closing some of the exits and you're like and you walk to one. You're like, right, that one's closed and you got to walk another like mile to another. And then you see that one's closed. You're like, just let me the fuck out. Give me a sign that just gets me out of here. And and you know what? Some of these places, what I don't understand is their end game. Like, I'll order a T-shirt. And then 10 minutes later, they're like, hey, we're doing 30%. It's like, I just got the T-shirt. Like, give it a week. Like, you know, like, you're begging me now? Like, it's all, we did the, I bought from you. I don't need to be on, the, like, give it a month. I totally, and I, I could not agree with those confusing ass unsubscribing processes more. But me, CEO. Yeah. That's right. A black. I get it. <laughs> because you, you want the, the, the value in your business, I've learned over the last probably like seven to eight months, mm. is that information. You can reach people just like the value in your podcast. You sure. have the ability to tell people, hey, I'm going to be here. I'm going to be there. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it's that information. But that each individual company has to figure out when. I, I, it, I, I used to say it when I sold life insurance and I would cold call. And I would cold call and I would get people that would go, hey, now is not the time. And I would go, and, and, and at first I would go, well, maybe tomorrow we can come. And, and, and when you're young in it, you go, well, tomorrow I can. And they go, no, no. And it's like a good business believes in the long game. And, and what you have to do is like, do you believe in yourself to make this? To, do you believe you will be in whatever business you're in? six months from now do you believe that and i remember when i was selling life insurance like i i honestly when you're 22 out of college like trying to cold call and do all that stuff you know you're like i need to get this right now this one person that picked up i need this to happen with this it's like no there's another person it's it's the same so i what i started doing when i started learning that I call it being pleasantly persistent. It's okay to be pleasantly persistent with anyone in any business you do. So I would call, oh, um, I'd love to you know, meet with you. And they would go, well, I can't today. What, what's a better time for you? Let me call you. I understand. Let me call you back another time. Oh, call me back in six months. Great. Speak to you then. Always go with it. And then in six months, I would, and then the easiest thing in the world was I'd take my calendar type in the person's name and put it in for six months later. And then when I got to that day in six months, they're on the call sheet. And now I have a whole new call sheet to go back to. And this is the same. I did this for comedy too. Hey, I'd love to do your comedy club. Um, you know, we're already booked. I don't know. Send me a text. And I go, no problem. When can I get back to you? What's a better time? And then if they didn't answer, Hey, just want to check back a uh, two weeks later. Hey, just want to check back. I, I know you, things are busy. What's a better time for me to get back to you? And then it's like, uh, then, oh, get back in six months. Cool. Put it in my calendar for six months out, six months later. And people generally don't believe that you'll get back to them. People, they, they think, well, and then it's not the second time you get back. It's the third six months where they go, wow, look, this person, they got their shit together. They, uh, but also like taking comedy, like when people try to book us, right? Mm. Ah, kind of busy, you know, hit yeah. me back in August. I had a guy hit me one time, right? This is recent. This is, I feel bad about this. True story, right? Guy hits me up and he says, hey, man, you know, just- I want, want you to do my wedding for $50,000. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy hits me up. He says, well, you do, you know, reaching out. I got a birthday, a big birthday party show. And I happened mm. to read because it said birthday, right? So here's the thing. I go into the message. This guy has been DMing me for two years trying to get me to do their room. So immediately, <laughs> just because of the persistence, yeah. I, back, I said, I'll be there. 
And he said, hey, man, John, I, you know, I know you're one of the busiest people out here, whatever. And I said, bro, I scrolled back and you have been hitting me for two years. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, but, 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 yeah, you respect it. Yes. You go, oh, you love doing this. You want to do this. You And that, take your time. But that it's got to be and it, listen it's it's a song it's it's a dance and it's got to be and in, you know, you know with these companies that have these mass emails like I don't delete I like I don't unsubscribe from every email like I'm a big fan of like some of these companies like I I do look at their stuff it is an opportunity to like take a look at the stuff but when it's every day you go I don't think there's a you don't seem like you're going to be around long or you don't believe you're going to be around long Yeah yeah, so I'm trying to. I'm gonna have to try to find that happy medium as you got as me CEO. But I totally understand the person's frustration with those confusing unsubscribes. Absolutely, John Laster. Thank you so much for coming on. So fantastic. Always great to see you. So funny. Everyone go follow John at He Was Funny. But most importantly, this is a CEO. He's starting a business. It is called Blap App. You can go search it. Right now, wherever you download your apps, blapapp.com is a place where you can go seek it out and find it. Go, go, go right now. Be a part of something awesome. I'm Jerry. History, right? It's 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 because <laughs> there are there. Um, yeah, our app is the most comprehensive to ever do it. But we're we're having a share a thon. We need people to share it, or it's not going to survive. Try to share it with a hundred contacts, even if you share it with ten or twenty. That's exponentially better than just downloading it yourself. Everyone has a hundred followers. So it, there it is. And even if you may, you know, you make, I always ask, make this show your Instagram story, make the Blap app, your Instagram story. What a cool way to show people like, Oh, what you're doing. You can share it really easily, Jared, with one touch to your, to your Facebook, to your social media. It's just Love one it. touch. Yeah. And I'll be sharing it when this episode comes out. So everyone go, go, go blapapp.com. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Thursday in the lounge. Keep sending your emails, jtrainpodcast at gmail.com. Title them Luxury Lounge. We'll be back next week. Boom.